Welcome to Make No Bones. I'm Emily Barton Altman. And I'm Toby Altman. Make No Bones is a podcast about poetry and the creative life. Each episode, we ask a poet to read a poem and talk about it. They tell us how they wrote it and explain how it reflects the broader priorities of their work. This week's episode features Sarah Jane Stoner. I am Sarah Jane Stoner, and I'm a writer and a teacher and an academic. Um, And every day I wake up and try to figure out who I am. Sarah Jane Stoner is a teacher, writer, and PhD candidate in English at CUNY Graduate Center. Her first book, Experience in the Medium of Destruction, was nominated for a Lambda Award in Poetry. A chapbook, Grief Hour, was published in the spring-summer 2017 issue of Black Warrior Review. She read her poem Work Crazy for us, and we talked about sentences, work, and the ambivalent feminine, among other things. Language has always been incredibly important to me. It was a, it was my medium of survival and negotiation as a little person. Um, it allowed me to pretend to understand things that I couldn't have at a time when it was important to inspire confidence. So I, there, the presence of language in my life has been really consistent, really, since I was a small person. Um, and I've been encouraged to practice language by a lot of people, and I feel very grateful for that. You know, I really resisted being called a poet forever. It's only been in, like, the last two years that I've been like, okay, I'm a poet. Uh, when people would ask me, you know, like, what do you, oh, you're a writer, what do you write? I would say I write sentences. Yeah, the, the ways in which the, the sentence is a kind of life, and it ends, it does end. Um, the period is, is absolutely a death that we inevitably approach, and, and the ways that the sentence in, is in conversation with itself, sonically, um, the kinds of relationships created by the syntax, the subject's awareness of its creation by the object, um, and and the necessity of the object for its action to have any kind of meaning. All all of those things feel enormously important to all the writing that I do. I want want the sentence to go on forever, and there's something really wrong about that. As I've found my way into the kind of writing that I do, which actually has taken a long time, one of my goals has been to make awkward in ways that create a different kind maybe of beauty, Um, how language touches itself. Um, and, And the goal, I think, is is to create um, a break in the listener or the reader that might allow them a certain kind of consciousness or choice. Um, and also, I think, to create a sort of possibility in terms of feeling. Like, I can't even know the, the feeling I could produce in you through what I'm doing. And that, that, um, that feels like a real a real um, ethical claim and an ethical desire um, if we're not being aware of the sort of 
consciousness we're making possible or spaces that we're leaving open to the people engaging with our language um, what we're actually what we're actually asking them to do is agree with us <laughs> over and over again and also to probably finding ways to to score or like or bring out the texture of the political in all kinds of language that we don't think of as being explicitly political because it doesn't necessarily name a political subject. Yeah, so War Crazy is a part of a chapbook that was published by Black Warrior Review this spring. And this, this is a piece that has really no punctuation in it except for quotation marks, which mark out certain words that um, almost feel like they're coming to me from another voice or voices. But also I feel like the words and quotation marks are meant to draw attention to um, what, what we're assuming we're, we're getting from the language. Um, the the sort of ways that there, the stand the I think that the the formal thing I discovered um, here is that um, a paragraph and a stanza are sort of the same thing, um, but I allow myself to move from one to the next um, with without necessarily the kind of break I guess that a, that a real stanza break produces. Um, and that sort of leaves the whole thing as a flow intact. I also think there's a way that that this piece shows how my writing is trying to get at a teeny tiny little time um, that holds a lot, a kind of um, simultaneity um, that is, I think, a, a repressed part of human experience that that in order for us to seem sane and to seem coherent and to make sense, we've taught ourselves to um, sort of, I, I, I guess I said this in a piece in my book, sort of shoot most of the musicians in the orchestra so that there's one that's playing whose line we can make out. And um, and I think I'm interested in, in what happens when we allow ourselves to acknowledge all the different things that we're sensing and knowing um, in the present, which includes other times, um, and and which by virtue of the fact that we're in language and language is a thing that preexisted us and will exist after us, um, is touching on meanings and contexts that we're barely aware of. Um, and so I guess I think that this sort of tumbling prose form helps me sustain that um, that 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 flow that I want to create a sense of of, of simultaneity. In this, I guess in in this particular poem, the relationship between uh, work and craziness feels related to a kind of labor, um, a labor of the self um, that I think is is often sort of invisible to the self and drives the self in a in a somewhat compulsive way. But then I also think that in attending to the 
the things that are not valued, the things that are marked as quote-unquote crazy or wrong or um, abject um, or perverse, uh, that we find in those things um, as they're acting inside of us and in many ways guiding our imperatives or our feeling, um, that we, we find beauty Um, we find different avenues for, um, forms of action and awareness that, um, we otherwise maybe make ourselves blind to. Um, and I think we find an energy that, that is, a a kind of unrest that is real and that is, um, needed right now. Um, it's needed, um, both within the self privately, but also, um, to be shared. Um, and I think creating moments in which that unrest is meaningfully shared, um, is a kind of work that I'm really, really interested in, um, creating spaces and writings in which that's possible. I'm really interested in the ambivalent feminine. I think that the feminine subject um, in language is, an, is a magnificent crisis. I don't know. I guess what is um, marked as feminine has been so fantastically expanded and and complicated and made beautiful in all of these different ways in, in my last decade of living. Um, and it, obviously that extends back further, I should just say, for myself in my own consciousness. Um, and it's exceptional. I think it's, it's in, incredible. I do feel like um, what is... useful and what is valuable and what is um, considered beautiful, um, the ways that gender is at play in that, um, I think we're still working on a truly effective language for that and truly effective ways of thinking about how it works. We have ways of saying that this masculine thing is more valued than this feminine thing but what if instead we start to think about the thing as having both uh, masculine and feminine expressions um, such that it becomes um, maybe less about gender qua gender and more about power um, more about um, the ability to exist um, and act um, with a consciousness of, of others and how those actions um, affect others. I don't, it's funny because I, I think that the work Crazy Poem um, isn't isn't a poem that I um, 
think explicitly about gender in relation to, which is hilarious because I think gender's all over it. I think it's in some ways a, a piece that's, again, describing a kind of moment in which all of the imperatives are coming together in such a way um, that you find yourself looking for the ruptures and ridges and places where um, things that you didn't think were possible are both possible and terrifying. And maybe that's a good description of the feminine. I'm going to read you a poem called Work Crazy. Take yourself, palm under sail, for how behind you met the substance, mother, to try lightly question and then take a sieve to dictate everyone worry, worry not, the cross hard, cannot enough doing to take a pop star, studying towards sane, so take a membrane stretched over speed. I have your heart in catastrophic wood, swing it hard into the perfect wall, and hard being paradoxes, not of, but why, like I could, is a gone story, ticking through that window. While he watches and sweats, always mind to sucker stuff of steps, light a joke on fire, and of the you that could want and narrow in, so social, so it blows, so train a tree around your nightmare, the one that eats you. Cruelest glue, the void self, poking real, all of careful difference. Wash that never been a baby in the snow. All evidence, fingers, faith, you spent your atoms trying topical. All try today, all bones and offering. Walk slowly, so slowly, until you stop. Sing a song at the washboard, love surface, while they shower nearby, not holes, the saps, a future familial, full girl, talking about the one that got pissed on with so much joy, is wanting, is with tangents, pitch your song at that joy, huffing girl, one nail to own into ache, witness color, order matter, until you get it in your mouth. Out the landscape, swallow slowly, summa rotten, so slowly, darkly miss, so you can hear it, all the way down into you. Soak the rice, no days forthcoming, soften the coal, loose own to elsewhere in your armpits, yes, resent a claim against what recognizes you, want you, the swarm in you, without our sense. Pass through that garden on hands and knees, I see so pain could made what labor can't until do don't why love up the keeps. Pick herbs using only your mouth and teeth. What God, you are the obvious loving all and each. I body it behind a restlessness haphazard is all white flake except and look for the light that signals you to lie down slowly, signals you to rest. Ever I, the unforgiving currency, through cloud, the very seas of me, always privating into not let be, then follow the cows to the water and hang up your trust, your speech. Find a good hole, feel human, peel gut for black canting gift, and whisper to it all night long, breaking into song, born only of dissolve. 
in dream, array the paint, what ethics all to delimit the break, we sucked away, work crazy. This episode of Make No Bones was produced and edited by Toby and Emily Altman in Iowa City. The music for this episode is by Toby Altman. If you like what we do, check out our website, makenobonespodcast.org, for all our episodes. Or follow us on Facebook and Twitter. And please consider rating us on iTunes. It really helps get the word out. Enormous thanks this week to Alex Hug. This episode wouldn't have happened without him. Join us next time for an interview with Allison Patey.